Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dogs, Lucy and Bert. Together, we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs in the pet industry. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode to find the inspiration and resources that will help you grow your own dog-inspired business. Kelsey Gallopo is a fellow dog mom of two beautiful rescue pups, a marketer and an avid online window shopper. She started Barkland Grace in 2016 as a way to not only combine all of her favorite things while bringing much needed attention to the adoption of homeless dogs, but also as a way to build up a community of like-minded people. She is a solo entrepreneur, aside from the help of her awesome husband, seriously invested in growing this business and her own personal brand. Kelsey is also currently working towards an MBA in entrepreneurship through Syracuse University. In her downtime, you can find Kelsey on the couch, binge watching the Hallmark Christmas Station or one of the other 10 shows she's currently DVRing with a coffee or a nice glass of Riesling. That sounds like something I would like to do. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Hey, Kelsey, I'm so excited to have you on here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. So tell us all about Barkland Grace. I've been following your brand for a while, but uh, in case anyone hasn't heard of you, um, yes. what is your brand all about? So Barkland Grace is an apparel and accessory line entirely located on e-commerce retail side of things. And we donate a portion of our sales to rescue organizations that help rescue homeless dogs. So we have, we started our line with a bunch of pocket tees that had like a cute little, our cute little dog logo on the pocket and then different kind of designs on the back that were, you know, seasonal or just something that design that happened to be popular at the time. And then now we're kind of morphing in, in different types of graphics that say like punny dog related sayings for the dog mom and not even only the dog mom, but the dog lover in general, because if you have, you know, people who don't own a dog because they can't or something, but they still want to support the brand and support the cause, we, we try to cater to that market as well. Yeah, that's awesome. So in so, so you started a few years ago. And so as you were designing these shirts and stuff, how did you figure out how to actually make all of it? Do you do, is it print on demand or how do you do stuff? Yeah. So typically when I was first starting out, I was really not sure where to go at all. So I, we started off doing just wholesale wholesale distributing and, and we would just print not on demand, but we would order a bunch at a time and then we would sell it on our site. And then I, sh- I ship and package everything out from my house. So that is where we started. And now we recently started working on like globally working with different distributor- distributors and production companies uh, overseas just to see and test the market there and see if we can, you know, cut down costs or whatever it might be to help us kind of scale and grow. That's awesome. That side of things. So, as so as designs go, we I started it with our logo. My friend, who was a graphic designer, who I went to college with, I just told him I came up with this idea that I wanted to create this dog company, and he, I needed the name to kind of sound like like a dog dog name type thing. But we would also incorporate like the bark for Barkland and that sort of thing. So, all that aside, we I just started coming up with different designs. They were very basic at first, but now I'm kind of weeding my way into like getting more colorful and more <laughs> testing out different patterns and things like that. And then for the holidays, we will do like snowmen or reindeer and, and kind of keep it fun. You do know, you do relative. the design yourself? 
Yes. Everything that you see on the shirts, I do myself. So, you know, illustrator is my best friend, <laughs> but I'll, I'll browse around like on Pinterest, try to get inspiration for different designs that are, you know, that I think people would like, or that I see typically like in a store or something. And, and I'll try to incorporate into the logo and then develop colors that fit the shirt color and how paired. So how far in advance do you work on things? Because I just started uh, an e-commerce store on Mm -hmm. my site, which is really different from yours, but there's a huge learning curve. And I felt like I was so behind the ball (laughs) when it came to all of my holiday stuff. And like, it's fine. You know, things will happen when they happen. You just kind of have to like give in to timing and all that kind of stuff. But I'm this year, like I said to myself, I'm like, I'm going to do all my holiday stuff in July this year because this was so stressful. <laughs> so how, how far in advance do you plan all of your stuff? Cause you've been doing this for a while. Yeah. You think that you would plan it in July, <laughs> but then life happens and <laughs> it is really hard, it, especially as like, I'm sure, you know, you are, I don't know if you work alone or not, but it's very challenging to try and set aside the time for just Christmas and it's not even snowing yet in New York. And so for me, I try to do it at least a couple of months just because I know the people that I work with, the partner and the production companies that I work with, how long they usually take. Um, this year, you know, there's always going to be things that pop up that, you know, delay the time period that you had planned for. But as long as you can come up with a strategy, I, I'm finding, as long as you can come up with a, an alternate strategy to get the stuff up online and get people excited about it, promote it on your Instagram and that sort of thing you know, then the holidays will fall into play. Right. So I was like really excited when I saw that you came out with the pajamas and the sleep mask and they're Mm -hmm. so cute and so unique. And I think that there's so many businesses out there that just do t-shirts. And I thought it was just like so cool that you were able to branch out into something that was really unique that I don't see anybody else having. So how did you find that product or, you know, I would imagine there was sort of a process that went into it. So can you share a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. So what I'm finding as I started this business, you know, when I first started it three years ago, I was thinking, you know, I'm going to come up with this brand, like nobody's going to have anything like it. It's just going to be super unique. And then as three years later, you know, you, you come to find out there's a lot of dog businesses and they're all like, it's really great to see that everyone's motioning behind the cause and everything, but I'm trying to be unique and trying to think of different ways and different products to market to our customers to set us aside. Um, so I do a lot of research in terms of like different creators on the market who are looking for, you know, to get involved with working with brands and that kind of thing. So Actually, the sleep masks, I partnered with a lady that I met on Etsy, and she kind of helped me, and we, we worked together to and things like that, just to involve different people, too. I, I try to do a lot of working with different companies and brands to help both of us, you know, in our experiences. So the sleep sets, on the other hand, that was entirely my idea that I had thought of. Um, so I worked with an overseas company to try and get those done. And then I, some, I wasn't even thinking that they would go together, but then I was like, ah, duh, <laughs> you could wear a sleep mask with your sleep set. So I've, yeah, I've paired a so lot. Cute. Yeah. So I've paired a lot of those sales for the holidays as well. Yeah. That's really awesome. And I'm I'm just going to close my door because my dog is barking. <laughs> That's okay. I know. I'm like, waiting for mine to do the same. 
Yeah. And now she'll probably charge it and make even more noise, but. Right. Um, <laughs> anyhow, I think it's so awesome how you kind of found like two different providers for things. Cause like reaching out to someone on Etsy, that's like not that intimidating, you know, like it's easy. They make right. it easy to message people. So I think that's really inspirational mm -hmm. to someone. And then of course, I think having something made overseas, that sounds like the super advanced <laughs> option to me. So yeah. I think it's really neat how you kind of like have combined both to have like really unique stuff. Yeah. And another thing that I've tried to do too, um, you know, coming from not knowing much about retail and, you know, I worked at like New York and company in college, but, you know, not knowing much about creating your own brand. I also, you know, in the pet industry itself, have tried to work with different pet brands to try and grow it too. Cause obviously we're all in, we're all in it together. We're all marketing to the same people. So at one point me and, uh, Barkman Grace and Pop Joy had worked together and they're a pet, you know, pet box that you, that comes yeah, with toys right. and We've she, I'm sure you box. Yeah. 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 So I'm um, very familiar with them. I reached out to them just to see, you know, if they had any interest in marketing to the dog owner and they, they were actually really excited about it. So we tried a couple of products and created this little line of like July 4th USA patriotic collection to sell on both of ours, well, on ours, but eventually theirs when um, they promoted it on theirs. But anyways, and then at another point I had worked with a brand called Pet Retail World and they host a bunch of pop pop-up events and they work with a bunch of different brands in, in their areas or actually around the United States and tried to get involved with them. They do a lookbook that goes to, I think, 15,000 retailers a year and they market with a bunch of different dog companies. So really trying to, you know, make connections and see how we can partner on certain designs or maybe a collection or something. That way, you're, you know, you're marketing to both. So, you know, it's been interesting that people actually want to, you know, take it on and work with me. And, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's been good so far. Yeah. I think it's so awesome. You've obviously built up a wonderful, you know, reputation and looking at your stuff, it just looks so professional, which oh, me to my next question, because <laughs> your emails are so impressive. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They seem to be planned out. Like you have a great schedule. I get them like enough that I, I think of you all the time, but it's not annoying. And then yeah. talk about that, like they look really nice. Like the photography is really great. How mm -hmm. do you do it? You know, like how <laughs> did you come up with, how did you learn like an email strategy and, and like, what are some of the mm -hmm. tools that you use to get it out there? Sure. Yeah. So actually, you know, when I was, when I reached out to you and I told you, I had heard you on the being boss podcast, I listen to podcasts all the time. There's one that I listen to. Her name is Jenna Kutcher and I'm obsessed with her, <laughs> but she, she's like really heavy into like the email marketing side of things, just growing your contact list. Cause you know, emails are, people switch their emails, but they're never going to go away at least for the foreseeable future. So right. one way to keep people really engaged is to, to build up your email audience and try and get people to always stay connected that way. So for me, I do a lot of inspiration just by what's in my inbox, what's, what people are promoting, how they look you know, and how I want it to be portrayed on, on my emails that matches my brand um, look and feel of the website and all that. So I work with a couple different photographers who are my friends who are located, you know, one's in Florida and one's in Ohio. So I work with them and they're really good at like coming up with, you know, different product shots and things like that. And I like to incorporate them in my emails and it's always changing. If I were to look at my first email I sent out, it would it would 
would be like, why did I send that out? <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's exciting and it's fun. And there's so many different apps and platforms that you can use to help make them look creative and, and fresh. And yeah, I enjoy I, doing it. It's fun. <laughs> so I also listen to a lot of podcasts where yeah, where people I'm sure you do. <laughs> push you to do like emails. And I'm like very obsessed with emails as well. Like my, my friends in my mastermind group would tell you that like every month, my goal is to get like X amount of emails. Yeah. <laughs> I'm obsessed with it. So are you, are you into like all that, like segmenting of lists, like who clicked on this and like send them a follow up this way and mm-hmm. like all that kind of complex stuff? Right now, I would say we're not too complex with that. We had a small email list at one point, and we also have brand ambassadors. So that, you know, is a segment in and of itself. But we have our list, and we started with a really small amount. Obviously, you have to grow it. But as we started working with different brands on doing different giveaways and things like that, that really helped to push the amount of subscribers that we were getting and attention to our landing pages that encourage people to sign up for emails. Yeah. So yeah, you're really good at it. So yeah. (laughs) So yeah, I'm not doing it now, but no, I mean, I do a lot of like, if they didn't open it, we'll send a reminder email. And then if, if, you know, they left something in their cart, we have one that goes out that says like, don't forget about us. Um, Right. And then if of course we're doing a sale, we like to send reminder emails for that as well. And then we also send like, if someone subscribes to our list, we'll send like an automated thank you for subscribing. Here's a promo code and, and with yeah. some graphics, cute graphics of products that are popular at the time. Yeah. It's really um, awesome. Um, so like you just touched on something. You said that you work with a lot of brand ambassadors. So yes. how, how do you go about finding people? And, and mm-hmm. you know, it has to be like a mutually beneficial agreement. I work as an influencer with a lot of brands, but I've mm-hmm. never worked the other way around. I've never been the brand yet. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So I would love to see like from the brand perspective, especially like a a small business. I work mostly, my influencers, that's mostly with like bigger companies. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're a smaller brand, you can't pay people as much as, as they do. So how do you structure your whole ambassador program? Yeah. So what we did when we first started, I had just thought of this idea because I had seen it floating by a bunch of different companies, not so much on like the Instagram, like pay per, per photo post, that sort of thing. And we have a form on our website that allows people to sign up very basic information, like first name, last name, Instagram handle and the like. And then we'll take a look and just see, you know, if they fit our market, um, And a lot of times they do because they're shopping online with us, but we use it as a way so that we can, we we make sure they're legit, but then we also just allow them to use a certain rep code that they share with their friends and followers for a certain percent off. And then we track how many times they're using it. So on our end, it's, it's beneficial to them because they're getting, at the end of the day, they're getting free product or, um, you know, a dollar amount off of their next purchase. That is how we started it. We have worked with people who are like more, on the heavier side of followers that, that, um, you know, promote it in exchange for a blog post or something like that. But we wanted a way to incorporate everyone because as we were starting, we, you know, we didn't really know how else we would get the brand name out there other than people who actually bought from us and supported us and wanted to share their path. Also, that's how we do it now we have almost 2000 brand ambassadors. So it's really cool to have like 2000 people having your back and 
promoting your brand in their, uh, whether it be like their Instagram bio or Facebook profile, whatever it might be. So it's really, it's really nice and it's exciting. Yeah, that's really, really cool. Sorry to interrupt the interview, but I would love to see what you're doing while you catch up with the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. Take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player or snap a selfie with your earbuds in. Bonus points if it's on a dog walk and share it to your Instagram stories tagging me at tmystic. I'll keep an eye out for mentions and I would love to give you a shout out from my own account. Okay, now back to the episode. So is there something that you've built with your brand that you would say you're the most proud of? Um, actually, I think it would be the brand ambassador program. I never thought that I would have people willing to just, you know, promote the brand to get the name out there to support. I mean, obviously to support the cause, everyone wants to support the cause. So many people have dogs and <laughs> they realize the relationship that they have with their dogs. Dog and mom community do. is very yes. strong. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I think that, you know, I just decided to start it and I wanted to see how it would turn out and if people would be on board with it gotten quite a few people and I've, I've made a lot of like good friends out of it. So it's been, it's been really exciting for me. And I never thought that I would have 2000 after over 2000 after three years. So yeah, that's um, really awesome. almost three years. <laughs> that's awesome. So what are your goals and plans for the next five years of Barkland Grace? That's a long time, but I know do you have um, any big aspirations. You know, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I always just come up with things on a whim and I'll think like, oh, that would be a good idea for the brand. So yeah, I actually that's how, recently, that, I'm like, I have right? a shiny object syndrome where yeah. I'll see like a course on like hand lettering and I'll be like, oh my God, I must learn how to hand letter today. <laughs> that's literally hilarious that you say that because I bought a book that was a full hand lettering. <laughs> Oh, I'm the same way though. But I'll so justify I like, it and I'll say, oh, I'm going to come out with a line of notebooks. Yeah. So I have to yeah. learn how to do this. <laughs> yeah. Like a woman of <laughs> So I don't know, you know, I, I, the graphic tees are actually pretty new for me. They were this year that I just started getting into those. We used to do just like our dog logo and, and that sort of thing on the pocket tees. So I think my, like right now, actually too, currently we are selling our product in a local pet groomer store. So just trying to find ways and people to branch out with and work with, um, sell our product. And, you know, my goal would be to like own my own store, but <laughs> we'll see. Online is where it's at right now. <laughs> I can see it. I know it would be so fun. Um, and then just kind of seeing, you know, what other partnerships I can come up with along the way, um, see where the product line takes me to develop like like the sleep sets, creating mm-hmm. different things that are unique and help you stand out and but are still the main focus of, you know, the dog community. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, so speaking of dogs, tell us about your dogs. Yeah, they're currently playing in the background if you can't hear them. <laughs> but we have two dogs, one that we've had for just about six months. He's about a year old now. But um, Mayo's our first dog. And when I say we, me and my husband's first mm-hmm. dog. She is a Pekingese chow chow mix. So she's about 25 pounds, little nugget. (laughs) Um, And then Forrest, we just got him about six months ago and he just turned one. And he is a mix of five breeds because we are those crazy dog parents that DNA test. There you go. (laughs) They know that we're talking about them and they're excited. Yeah. Yeah. He heard his. Forrest, come on, bud. (laughs) 
No, but we did we did the DNA test to figure out what they are because they are both rescues and mixes. So yeah, I love them. <laughs> so wait, what were the five different breeds? Do you did you uh, find out? Yes. Or can so you remember? A, yeah. So uh, people are like, how do you remember this? Anyway. Uh, he's a chow chow also. Beagle, Jack Russell Terrier, Border Collie, and a American Staffordshire Terrier. Oh. Oh, hey bud. Thanks. It's getting very involved. He knows I'm talking about him. Oh, <laughs> he's so cute. <laughs> so you work from home, right? No. Oh, you don't? I actually have a full-time job as well. Wait, so, you didn't even mention any of it. I know. <laughs> well, I know. I know. I know. Kelsey, so how do you do I, all of this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I okay. try to automate as much as I can. Yeah. So, okay, wait. Like, so is your other job in marketing? Yes. Okay. Um, I actually worked at, I worked as, in a marketing and then I've also worked in agency and now I'm back to just regular marketing. So, or like it's kind of similar, but <laughs> it's a little bit of a tangent. So I work at Syracuse university okay. um, and I'm in their donor communications relations field. But then, so that also, you know, allowed me to go back to school for my master's in entrepreneurship. And then when I get home from work is when I work on Barkman Grace and I try to automate as much as I can. You know, you can do so much from automation. Yeah. Um, what are some of your favorite automation tools? Like I use Zapier or Zap. Yes, I use, I use that as well. A yep. lot. And then just like the email marketing stuff, you can schedule that, that in advance. So I do a lot of those. I try to put, design them and have them all scheduled, ready to go in segments and things like that. And then uh, Instagram, you know, you can pre have the drafted posts. So my goal is to be working <laughs> full time for Barkland, but well, I yeah. totally thought that you were like amazing <laughs> that you have like 47 jobs. Yeah. Um, so is your site, is your website on Shopify? Yes. Yes. It is. Okay. So, and that kind of can automate a lot of yes. things too, which is nice. Yeah. That's super helpful too. You know, like a lot of times on my lunch break, I'll be going to the post office <laughs> and getting that all taken care of. So <laughs> just that doing is so, it all. That is it so awesome. Okay. Well, so now, now that I know this, I have like a whole other set of questions. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need like a part two episode. <laughs> do you have, do you have any advice for someone who? has a full-time job, but they mm -hmm. like kind of have a lingering thought of this business they want to start, but they're afraid mm -hmm. to do it. Do you have any advice on taking the leap? Yeah. I mean, I definitely did. So I, I always, always encourage it. I mean, I, I think you have to really think about like to your budget and how much you can start your business for. If it's like a, like a hobby, not a hobby, but like something that you can do on the side that's creative. And that involves just like your personal and you making it, I think that you should 100% go for it because eventually, you know, that could lead to your full-time job as well. But I, you know, for me, I just came up with this idea and I wanted to just to make it happen. So I figured out a way. There's always a way. You just have to be dedicated. So I encourage everyone to go for it because my dream job is to just, you know, do this full-time and work for myself. And I envy people who do. So like you. <laughs> Well, um, but, but you know, I encourage I do, everyone to just. I do, do have like many jobs. I only recently yeah. have kind of downsized a little bit. Yeah. Now I probably have like four jobs instead of seven or something. Um, there you go. So, 
there is always a lot going on behind the scenes. Yeah. So Kelsey, tell everyone, um, they're all going to want to find more out more about you. So tell everyone mm -hmm. um, where they can find Barkland Grace online. Yeah. So our main, our website is barkland-grace.com. And then our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter are all at barkland Grace. And Pinterest, we're on Pinterest. I think that pretty much covers it. And I guess if people wanted to, they could apply to be part of your ambassador program too. Yeah. Yeah. If you just go to barkandgrace.com, there is a brand ambassadors tab and there's a form right there that you can fill out and we get back to you pretty quickly. So if anyone wants and to by do that, we, that would be... you just mean you. I mean me. Because <laughs> you do yeah. everything. Yes. <laughs> it's so yeah, awesome. Just, yeah. Yep, me. Well, or the dogs. I think my Maybe. goal for this year is to train the dogs how to type. And then well, I think I'm going to learn that, really grow my business. <laughs> to post on Instagram for you or something. Exactly. <laughs> or start taking your photos. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be very helpful. So <laughs> this is the year that they're going to have to be a little more helpful. <laughs> <laughs> they're slacking. <laughs> Well, awesome. Kelsey, it was so great talking to you and I hope everyone enjoyed learning more about your business and they're inspired to go do their own thing. They should. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. It was really fun. Thank you for listening to the Wear Wag Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, we'll see you around the dog park.